0: To the Yak Sports Podcast with Joe Deck and Leland McRae. Leland, it's been another week. Um, I didn't. I had stuff going on Friday, um, some of which I'll talk about a little bit later. But um, you were at the Riverheads game, um, and you were following the other games closely. I kind of, at the very end of the night, went back and looked at some of the scores. Um, so I, I will probably lay out during most of this segment. Um and let you drive the bus here. Uh, Fine, but You're just gonna get
1: you're gonna get out of my way. That's what that's what we're here for. That's why I created this podcast. I'm glad, I know on um, episode yeah. 271. I'm finally gonna just have the reins off man So take us out of park and put us in a drive here. <laughs> yeah, well, Riverheads. Uh they won, but you know, Clark County was a solid opponent. They really came out with a good game plan against Riverheads. Um, you know, they had an idea on how to stop Riverheads running tack. Uh super successful at it. Otherwise Riverheads wouldn't have had 27 points and scored a lot in the first half, but like you could see the right approach. And so um, it wasn't, you know, first half and everybody's just sitting there smiling knowing they got, got this one in the bag in Greenville. So uh, it took a full game and um, man, Jonathan Talbot, the sophomore running back just ran so well, 16 carries, 118 yards and a touchdown a lot. Again, coach branch, and that team has the confidence in him that he's going to get those tough yards when they need him, And they continually give him the ball. When everybody's looking at Caden Cook Cash, they know they can give the ball to Talbot and he's going to get the yards. And so he was great. He had an early fumble. And then coach Norcross in the post-game interview mentioned, like, he was like just a different kid after that. And just that much more um, focused and committed and all that. And, and not that I think that was a problem, you know, but just like he wanted to make up for his mistake. And it was one of those fumbles that happened. It's it's football. It wasn't carelessness with the football. So it was great to see that, that growth, that maturity that we've seen through him all year kind of just displayed in one game. So an absolute great game out of him. But then you still got Caden Cook cash. who has three touchdowns, 180 yards or 174 yards, whatever he had on the night three. It's just, it was Caden. And I think I texted you after that game, you know, Clark County was good, but Honestly, Caden Goodcash Cash was kind of the difference. I think without him, that's a darn even game. Probably, I know as a two touchdown game as it was, you know, it, it probably sucks in a little bit closer um, with without Caden on both sides of the ball there. And so, credit to Clark County, very good team. Um, you know, someone asked me, "Well, they're a six seed," and I I, I kind of after seeing them play at full strength, take a little more truth of all the rumors I heard of like, well, they got guys hurt during the central game and they were out for the Strasburg game and the Strasburg game could have maybe been different. I kind of believe it. Like I, I, that's a good team. That was a good solid team right there. And from what I know of Strasburg, what I've seen, what they did against Fort defiance. And what they just did against central. And I'll talk about that in a second. You know, I, I, I think Clark County was kind of in that range. So really a lot of respect to Clark County, um, but river was was better team and the better team won
0: yeah I was surprised to see the score being as close as it was, and then talking yeah. to you, you know, it seems like Clark County had some guys out for the Strasburg and central games maybe and
1: and it wasn't Riverheads played bad, and that's why Clark know yeah. Clark was good. Clark came in with a good approach,
0: but you know you touched on it a little bit there, the central Strasburg score being as close as it was. I honestly, when I saw that, I was like, this sounds like without seeing it, I saw it 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 seemed like yeah. it was almost a carbon copy of the Riverheads game to open up the season for central where they win with a two point conversion late. I think there might've been a little more time on the clock uh, in this 16
1: game to go. Yeah. They yeah. Scored. And, um, you know, it was a lot right up in their paper about the decision making down the stretch. It was a third and goal from the two and Forbes scores to make it the six. They, they go for the two for the win. And I think there was a timeout called and they switched from a Forbes run to a Barahona run for the quarterback keeper. Uh, during that timeout, kind of, I think you know the strategy of they're all ready for Forbes. Let's keep it with the quarterback, yeah. And uh, they got in. So, you know, I heard a lot immediately on that game about some of the calls. And so, I'm not gonna sit here, having been an hour and 15 minutes away from that game, and tell you that the refs cheated <laughs> Strasbourg and all that. I wasn't there, but immediately I was hearing anybody that was watching that game had some, some stuff that was just questionable. So I, so that only tells me. And after what Riverheads did week one there, where there was, you know, it it came right down to it and some calls were tough to take and some touchdowns got, you know, if Riverheads wants to win this game at central this week, I I just think they need to be up. They, they gotta, they gotta be a touchdown or two ahead and have a little bit of cushion. So if a call doesn't go right, that they're not going to be pointing at that. And I think, where I used to think Strasburg is where this stuff happened a lot at. You know, maybe it's central right now. And 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 maybe that's reading too much into it. I'm really not just trying to put it all in the stripes, but I think Riverheads would be very more comfortable in the fourth quarter of this week's game if they're just able to have a lead. Cause I I don't think if it's a one like, you know, a tie game or they're down, I, I don't think the ball will bounce in their favor and the whistles will blow in the right direction. So I think Riverheads needs to take care of business if they want to win this thing. Uh I mean, absolutely. Last week was a game for Riverheads against Clark County that Clark County could have beat Riverheads. Like they could have beat them. Like they were, they had enough to That's this again with Central and more. Central has just loaded backfield with Barahona doing a good job running the ball from the quarterback position, also a threat throwing it. But then the Tyler Forbes kids, the Devon Ridgely kid, just both those guys are could go to the end zone on any given play. And so I think it's going to be, a quick game. Cause I think both teams will run it a bunch, but I, I think it's going to be a lot similar to the first one where it's kind of tight the whole way. And the, and the first time no one scored till the second half. And um, do I really predict no one scores till the second half? I, I don't know if I'm getting that detailed, but I could just see it being really tight and I, I could see this scenario that I'm saying where Riverheads needs to be up by two touchdowns. I could see that not being the case. And so I, I think this is going to be a stressful game for the Riverheads fan base. And I probably include myself in that, in that, criteria. And uh it's gonna be I, I just think this is setting up to be a classic. With it being a rematch, with the region championship on the line, with both these teams being at states last year. Obviously Riverheads has this big run of state championships. You know, both team absolutely expects to win this game be in the state uh playoffs. And I think it's gonna be a classic. I really do. I think it's gonna be a great game. I
0: think it's gonna be a good game. Um the only thing I push back on I don't Look, we we didn't see the game. So we're getting
1: yeah, yeah, we're that, getting a get very that quick. We're getting I'm a very get
0: biased view of that probably. Um <sighs> Central already beat Riverheads once. So to your point, like Central has the talent to beat Riverheads. Absolutely. Um they've already done it once. And I didn't think officiating was the reason Riverheads lost that game. Uh No, but, I mean
1: people bring stuff up and that's why yeah. I can make that not an issue. Like just Right. Right. Take care of it. Make that not an issue. Right.
0: Um, but that's to say, like, I, we've seen Central go the length of the field to come back and score in the fourth quarter already without, I mean, there was the 15 yard penalty, but it was a legit 15 yard penalty. So I didn't, I didn't come away from that game going, man, the officials really helped Central win that game against Riverhead. So to your point, Central has the ability if they need to go the length of the field to win the game. They've done it once already. They can do it. Um, now, I think Riverheads has improved since week one, but I think Central's improved since week yeah. one as well. So they
1: looked really good down the stretch. And yeah. I, in all honesty, I was happy and I to think have Central it's, ahead of Riverheads down the stretch because, A, I thought they had earned it. They looked mm-hmm. that much better. But also, like I wanted Riverheads to maybe hear that, hey, you're not the greatest, so <laughs> the Joe but approach, I think motivate them. I, I think <laughs>
0: that these two teams, and to your point on this is going to be a fantastic game, I think these two teams have mirrored each other in a lot of ways. That first game <laughs> was very tight. It was a one-point game. And then both teams at the midpoint in the season we both looked at at certain points not exactly the same weeks but somewhere in the middle of the season there were times where we looked at both teams and went something's not right something's off here these teams look ripe for a fall maybe Riverhead's not ripe for a fall uh with with the schedule that was in front of them um but uh, outside of the Christiansburg game maybe but um Then for Riverheads, the Christiansburg was the get right game. They got right, won that game, uh, and then down the stretch played a lot better. For Central, it was kind of the Clark-Strasburg regular season. Like, they got right, and they thumped them. And then this second time, Strasburg gave them everything they could handle. Um, And I imagine this Riverheads-Central game is going to be an absolutely epic region championship, and... The winner will be hosting a state semifinal and deservedly so. And I think that's got to be the favorite to come out of that semifinal matchup. And the question then becomes, can they beat whoever comes out of the other side?
1: Whoever wins this game gets to host a state semifinal will be. the favorite. I mean, just by record, by who they played, all that, they'll be the favorite and and deservedly so. Um, Yeah, I. I, I feel kind of at peace with Riverheads at the moment, you know, coming from a bias standpoint. I, I feel like if Riverheads, if, if any of the talk of Riverheads not blind in, in in class two or, you know, it's not. I think they lose one of these two playoff games. They lose to Clark County.
0: If that was the case,
1: they did. They 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 had control of that game the whole time. They made it to this region championship. Losing to Central Woodstock would not prove to me at all that Riverheads doesn't, you know, can't hang in class two because I would put Central in the state championship game as soon as they win that game. So like, I just think, you know, Riverheads contends just the same. I think I'm saying this to you that doesn't need to hear it, but I think I'm saying out loud on the podcast that like, I I think they've already, already established that point. They got out of the regular season with one loss and to a great team. And then they've, they've taken care of business here in the playoffs. So anybody that wants to keep talking, you're, you're not right. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, you and I have talked about this and again, I know you're not, Saying it to me, you've already said that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I think on this. Like, there are a lot of years where Riverheads has defeated the two B champion in the regular season. So, I, I don't. I I i will say Riverheads doesn't win seven straight state championships if no. in Class Two.
1: I've said that straight to um, Cross. I've, yeah. I've admitted that. Like, but they win some.
0: They win some. I don't think they get shut out of a state championship in that seven year window. I think there were some years where Appomattox won that I think Riverheads probably could have beaten that team. Um but that being said, uh I, I don't know even if they get past Central, I do think they win a state semifinal and get to Salem. But I don't know if I like them in that's that game.
1: I don't know if I like them in that game.
0: Final. Could be and that's the that's the biggest difference, right? And that's yeah. that's the thing that I think any Riverheads fan that is being honest with themselves will concede. The, the competition they're going to see in the class two state championship is going to be far superior than pick a year yeah. that they saw the class one.
1: Any Essex, any, or not Essex, that's State semifinal my final, but any Chilhowy, uh Galax.
0: I guess the one year Galax was close, but.
1: Sussex Central up at the front. Um,
0: I, I think, think it, I- yeah, I mean, there were a lot of Chilhowees. Yeah. Um,
1: George, Wy- George, uh, George With.
0: George With was one, yeah, yeah. and then uh, yeah, yeah,
1: these teams: Radford or Graham or Union or uh, <laughs> I'm skipping one. Yeah, uh, but Glenfer, all those teams: Glenver and Radford play, Graham and Union play, and I would definitely take Graham or Radford. Take any of four of those teams. Any of yeah. those four teams are better than anybody Riverheads had to see in a Class One State Championship game.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that statement, um, but. We'll have that recap for you next week. We'll be talking about it, uh, and then previewing state semifinals.
1: Uh, we got—I mean, up the road, we got TA. Um,
0: they did what I Liberty. thought they were going to do the first time. I, where, was yeah, oh, yeah. they, where was that TA team? Where was that TA team during the regular season?
1: Yeah, I just think they—I think they got confident, and then Spotswood does know TA, and they and they knew how to attack them. And then you get—I mean, it was a high-scoring game. It was not like TA wasn't scoring. It's just their defense wasn't there. Yeah. The defense showed up this time. They took care of Spotswood easily. And they play LCA. I I know we go on and on about LCA. I will say I have hope for TA because they TA have has the talent. offense
0: to win that game.
1: They have talent, and I think they could find themselves in a shootout with LCA. And yeah. I think LCA could get challenged for one of the first times this year. I need to look back at every one of their games, but there had not been many close games for LCA if any, and I think TA can do it. So I I'm, I'm eager to have TA in that game and uh, late and see how LCA reacts. Cause we know TA has been in tight games. They lost the, the close one there. And so I, I'm hoping some of that builds. And then a lot of this is me hoping, I just don't want LCA in the state playoffs. I want them to still be denied this. And as much as we go on and on about them, I think they've only been in the state tournament once or twice in this run. And they've been denied in the region championship a, a couple times. And I'm hoping this can be the case again. Now TA is going to have to do it down in Lynchburg at LCA. I think they can. And so I'm really pulling for it.
0: I hope so too. Um, and, and the reason I was a little, I was happy to see them win. Cause I don't think Spotswood would, would beat LCA. Um, right. Uh, TA has the offensive firepower to keep up with LCA and I hope their defense does well enough to get some stops and win the game. Um, but the part of me that when I saw that score, I was like, this is why, and I know I wasn't there that week and you and chip, when you saw my prediction on TA blowing Spotswood out, now, I know TA didn't win the game by 28, but you and chip were like, Whoa. And I was like, but that's the kind of game that I thought TA would give Spotswood the first time around because they are that much better yeah. than Spotswood. Like, and I, I'm not trying to poop on Spotswood and say they didn't belong in that game, or they didn't. They're not a good team, but they're just not. I I I was stunned that they won the regular season game, and the second time around, I think you saw TA not taking them lightly, and TA finally you know got their head on right and was like, okay, we got to go out here and just yeah, not screw around, and hopefully. I don't know why they would think they could screw around at LCA. Hopefully they don't have that impression and they come out ready to go. Cause I think, um, man, it'd be nice to see LCA lose. I just Absolutely. like you. I'm really don't like them.
1: Absolutely. So a lot to watch for this week. Um, and that's pretty much it for high school sports right now because, uh, we're in transition season, the basketball preview, we're a couple weeks away from that. So if you're tuning in to hear what our thoughts on, uh, on these scrimmages this week and, and right before all these games get started, we're not there yet. Sorry. We're still in football mode and we're going to be. So uh, just giving you a heads up on that. Uh, tell us what we're missing. T- tweet us and, and tell us what we're missing with like what, who has what, because uh, we still got to dig into it. Uh, but uh, yeah, feel
0: free. I, I will just say, feel free to message or comment your thoughts on basketball season, even as it gets yeah. started, because I'm going to do my best to keep up, but I will be hundred percent honest with you. i I will be in <laughs> Richmond early and often during the week and weekends, and I will not have much time to be looking at we, much else.
1: We might try to schedule guests accordingly. With yeah, that ahead of time here. So, looking at college football, um, I'm going to start with where, where I was at, and I was at JMU for the game day for the you know the game with Appy State, and a lot of that was a great uh, was great for JMU. A lot of that day. They looked great on TV. They had the biggest crowd Uh, you know, I don't know how they're counting these things, but that's fine. They had the, it's, it's awesome. It's great for the school. Um, the messaging during game day, I thought was a little more straightforward than maybe you'll tell us about that you saw on <laughs> that McAfee live, uh, but a lot from the commentators and less from uh, the people at JMU. And, and I think that's better. And I think, the majority of the audience that took in what happened at JMU that day and then see the final score across the bottom line. I think they won't meet uh, with as negative as attitude as I think people that maybe tuned in on Thursday to Pat McAfee or Friday to Pat McAfee show and and saw all those comments. Um, It was a heartbreaking loss in the end, but man, there was some big moments in that game down the stretch because JMU had to have them and they had to, Score a touchdown and a two point conversion to tie it before overtime, and stop. Apping State after that. They went right down the field with minimal time, and the defense had to come up big with an interception. So it was uh, a really there was a lot of those just moments where the crowd erupts with a big play, and it's oh, it's memorable, and this is going to be epic, and we're going to remember this forever. And then they have a really bad plays on second and third down and overtime that forces them to kick a field goal, and you can just kind of start feeling it right then. Like, man, you needed to score that. You needed that touchdown there. And uh, App State gets it by inches. They get it, but they get it. And uh, instant replay was going to decide that thing. Uh, that ball was either going to be JMU's, and that means game over, or it was a touchdown and JMU loses, and uh, obviously JMU lost. So, you know, it, it was a heck of a day. We can talk about the bigger picture. We can come back around to it. But it was a great day for Harrisonburg up until the very end of that ballgame.
0: Yeah, uh, to go back, like I I had other stuff going on Saturday which I talked about on this podcast last week. Um I was in Richmond, so I knowing that um I have a cousin who's super into the Pat McAfee show, watches it all the time. So he was like, "Hey, they're bringing the whole crew down. Do you guys want to go?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll go with you because I can't go Saturday, so that's fine." And it was crowded, I think more than they thought it was going to be on Friday, too. Um doesn't
1: surprise me at all
0: and and so like JMU packed out showed up um and it was different than game day um
1: a lot game- more crowd interaction with Pat McVie yeah, there's all the wood yeah. all that stuff like they're all Which I balls. did I
0: did too and I thought I enjoyed that thoroughly I thought that was great um and then you know they Okay, let's start from, I guess, the beginning and and move (laughs) forward from, or move toward the end on my thoughts as the McAfee show is going on. It opens up, you know, Harrisonburg's great. It's two hours away from an airport. We weren't sure what we were going to get, but this place is beautiful. We love it. You guys are awesome. Thanks for showing up. Georgia only brought 40 people. You guys are packing it out. Um, And that was great for JMU, um, great for Harrisonburg. But then Signetti comes on and a lot of what Signetti says is fine. It's getting the it's playing up to the crowd. It's playing to the audience that's there. It's playing to the show. I get it. Part of me though is like as a university official, you need to do things that are not going to antagonize the NCAA and said college football playoff committee for you know as early as next year. Because yes, it sucks that we aren't going to be in a bowl Well, that we weren't eligible for the college football playoff rankings or a new Year's six bowl this year. Um, now or bowl, I think
1: or a natural bowl selection yes. right
0: now I, or a conference championship that sucks. Yeah. Um, I do think JMU is probably going to get in a bowl. Cause I think too many teams are going to lose this weekend for them I to not get in a bowl. <laughs> a yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But my
1: wife against me.
0: <laughs> but I think I think JMU will get in now. If they don't, that really sucks. But again, this is a problem that will not exist for JMU after this year, and you kind of need to operate under that assumption. And if I can put my political science major hat on a little bit, part of what you talk about in international relations and international affairs, foreign affairs, classes in political sciences, what they call game theory. It assumes both parties are rational actors. You have to act in a rational manner. And when you have, you have to understand, if I do this, what will they do in response? And what is something that could happen in the future from their response? We're talking about a college football playoff committee that already has very arbitrary reasons for ranking teams where they rank them when these things are released yeah and they and they change and they move the goalposts all the time so when you get on Pat McAfee's show and say I don't know just turn around to the crowd and say do we like the NCAA no and get the crowd from the the crowd screaming no and playing them up and saying you know we really thought after they messed up that whole Tez Walker situation like they would realize they messed up this situation but um, you know, they, they let us down, and they they made the wrong decision, and blah, 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 blah. When Pat McAfee and his crew's doing that, that's fine. When the students are even chanting whatever they're chanting, that's fine, because those are students. The NCAA is not going to hold that against the university. But when the head coach comes out and says what he says, that's a university official. That's something the college football playoff committee and something the NCAA will look at in the future and go, we didn't really appreciate that. So if it comes between yeah. you and another G5 team that is a conference champion and you're close in the committee's mind, they're going to pick the other team. Because it's going to be like, you know what? That guy didn't tell us we're crooks and we're all in it for money and basically make us look bad on national TV. So, deuces. And we'll say it's strength of schedule or quality wins or whatever we need to make it. Um, and... This, this plays into my other thing of JMU fans, and I had a conversation on Sunday, which I'll talk about that here in a minute too, um, my trip to Harrisonburg on Sunday as well. I, basically, I just avoided game day and the big game. Um, I, I was there on Friday, and I was there on Sunday in, in Harrisonburg. But um, I had a conversation with some JMU fans on Sunday, and they didn't like what I had to say, but I was like, that's fine. You're not thinking long-term. You're thinking short-term. Um, which they didn't appreciate hearing over and over again. But <laughs> the, the attorney general, the attorney general <laughs> threatening to sue the NCAA is infinitely stupid. Yeah. Now, I, I know what you're thinking. Joe, he's a politician. Of course he's stupid. I know. I should understand that. But again, political operators should be operating under game theory all the freaking time because the attorney general unlike the governor the attorney general can run for re-election and what he is doing by suing the ncaa is maybe on the off chances that this gets decided in time for this to actually matter and it goes in his favor okay well now you're looking at the ncaa potentially pulling the d3 national championship out of virginia and never bringing it back Anytime the NCAA has a chance to maybe make a decision on whether Virginia hosts anything, the state of Virginia hosts anything, or the state of Virginia does not get to host anything because they're going to put it somewhere else, that is now a factor. Again, do not. you're You're costing the state money over something that, frankly, isn't going to be a problem after this year. It's a one-year thing versus a many, many years in the future thing down the road. Every year for many years in the future, down the road problem. And this is where I am astonished. And again, I I told you, although what what qualifies as a qualified uh, elected official in today's world stuns me every time we have a new election and who gets to run and who wins and all the things that happen around it. I am amazed every single time we have another election that I'm like, okay, apparently this is what goes for elected officials now. Great. and it's, it's proven by decisions like that. You don't sue the NCAA over this. You just don't. It, it doesn't matter. And yes, it sucks for the athletes right now. It sucks for the seniors. And I was told, sometimes you got to make a stand on principle. And I was like, not when money's involved, you don't. You don't be an idiot. You just don't be an idiot. There's no good thing here. And he's like, oh, the NCAA's not going to do that in the future. They're not going to hold that against JMU in the future. I'm like, you are. if you actually believe that, you are dumb. And again that's my father I'm talking to and he didn't love that, but <laughs> I was like, "These not to me
1: that way. So I, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. At I all. have more respect for you. So
0: yeah, um. I just, I don't like that. That was so dumb, so dumb, the rationale. And you're, you're hearing, you're not hearing that from the JMU athletic department. You're not hearing that from the president for a reason. I just, I don't understand. And even Kurt Zanetti's like, well, I mean, the Sun Belt won't even let us play in the conference championship game because they say if the NCAA's not, then they're not going to let us play for a conference championship. You're damn right. Because the Sun Belt doesn't want their conference champion to potentially not be in a bowl game. It looks bad for the conference. Also, this is the conference now that you're in and you have to do business with over the next few years. Please don't do anything to antagonize them. You idiot. Because by the way, and I know JMU fans think Kurt Zanetti's going to be there forever. Spoiler alert: He's not. Kurt Signetti will probably be there next I year. Like that. He's probably going to be here next year. Probably win the Sun Belt next year, and then money's going to come calling, and then he's going to bolt. And I know what you're thinking. No, you didn't listen during Pat McAfee show. You didn't. You haven't listened all the times he's been asked this. He loves JMU. He loves Harrisonburg. His family loves it here. You know who else his family loved it in Harrisonburg? Houston's did. Uh, yeah. Mike Houston. You know who else loved yeah. it in Harrisonburg? Kenny Brooks. You know who else left it in Harrisonburg? Everett Withers. All these coaches. You know who else loves it in Harrisonburg? Mike B- Mark Byington. You know who else isn't going to be in Harrisonburg for very long? Mark Byington. Like, I'm sorry. When you have a coach who is really, really good, they're going to bolt for more money.
1: That's yeah, just that's your existence. FBS level doesn't change. That's football, your existence. It, change it changes the people who
0: is. will poach your coach. It changes that. Because instead of East Carolina getting your coach, it's going to be... Yeah, you've already
1: been an FBA. Yeah, it'll FBA be a school,
0: P5 yeah. school that gets your coach. But that's going to happen. That's your existence. You need to be okay with that. And I, I don't... I guess my problem there is I don't like a guy who I don't think is going to be there long-term doing long-term potential damage for JMU by running his mouth on stage.
1: I mean you talking bad about I mean you saying this about Zignetti. I, I mean I think he should block you on Twitter or something.
0: Well he would have to unblock me to reblock me. So <laughs> um I just
1: love that. Every time I can bring that up, I like to bring it
0: up. But good. that's that's my opinion on that. Now going on with the show, it was a lot of fun. The shooting, the basketball stuff was cool. The the Dale Earnhardt sign getting five thousand dollars was awesome. Um And then you get toward the end of the show and they're doing their picks. And honestly, once they were off ESPN, that show was even more off the rails, which I love. Um, But then they at the very, very end of the show, they do their picks. And Pat McAfee doesn't do his pick on Friday because he's picking on game day. He picks JMU. Spoiler alert. Um, But the rest of this, the rest of the show and around the rest of the table and the stage, they're They're making their picks. They're all picking JMU and they're all picking JMU by a lot because and they're playing up to the crowd. And that's and my cousin had warned me, the guy named Connor that he goes by Boston Connor, he typically just poops on the place they're at the entire time. Well, he didn't do that. He pumped them up the whole show, talked about how great the crowd was, how great JMU is, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, you know, he's doing it a little bit again. And my cousin goes, I feel like there's a butt coming. And I look up I'm looking at the screen and I'm like, there's app state stuff in front of him. I think that's there on purpose. I think he's gonna do it. Cause it's not just the app state helmet that's on like the front of the set and the desk. There's all this other app state stuff up there that's not usually up there. And I was like, I he's gonna pick him. And sure enough he does, and there's a lot of not safe podcast language that goes with his pick when he picks app state and the students reacted a not safe for podcast chant, um, chance. And, um, it was awesome. I, I honestly, I was laughing the entire time. And I, my first reaction was what a fun character that would be to play. Like, just every week, just just pick against the place you are. Yeah, you're the
1: opposite of Lee Corso.
0: Yeah, just watch the chaos (laughs) because he sits there. And when he's hyping him up, he's, you know, we didn't know what to think when we came here. And you know what? It was awesome. You guys showed up. It was awesome. You guys are very passionate. You know, there's a lot of football teams in Virginia, and you guys might be the best football team in Virginia. And you might have the best fans in the country. And you guys, you know what? You guys should go bowling. But when you go bowling, you're going to have one loss because
1: App State <laughs> runs this bleep
0: and starts going off. And, of course, the fans are booing and flipping him <laughs> off. And he turns around. He flips them off back. And they're, they so, start chanting. My favorite part, though, of this, like, there's a lot. And if you can handle language, it's on Twitter, his pick. And I highly recommend it. Because it's so funny. I, I, I laugh every time I see it. Um, but my favorite part was the fans start chanting, eat. Oh, yeah. They don't say poop, but it's a synonym for poop. And he turns around and goes, bring some synonym for poop up here then. And I just, I laughed so hard. I was like, oh man, this is comedy. This is comedy gold.
1: So that brings up the thing that I said coming out of the stadium after the loss, they still have 10 wins. They can end with 11. Like they still deserve a bowl game. Like everybody just kind of was deflated because it's a loss and it just happened. I get it. But I I mean, I was quick to say openly, like they still deserve a bowl game. Like this doesn't change that logic. Now I do think it makes it when a bowl, okay. There's not enough eligible teams you start talking about these bowl entities decide who's going to be in or not. ESPN plays a big factor, especially at, at the bowls down at that level. That'll be a good thing. ESPN likes JMU. They come there three times. They like The JMU. fans Pack in Harrisonburg
0: and- is good. That shows bowls, too, that, hey, these fans yeah. care. They're going to go. 000. They're going to so go. so we
1: have this bowl down in South Carolina or somewhere. Like, oh, they're going to come on down. We're good. So ESPN will weigh on that. Now, I think other bowl selection people that just look at the glitz, if you're sitting there undefeated, that is a handier, that's it's just I felt automatic then. Now with a loss, I do think that leaves a little room for uncertainty if if of getting the selection. I don't think it should. I think they should go. They're better than any of these five and six teams, or whatever the record you gotta have would be five and that seven. aren't eligible yeah. that are like are the next eligible teams like you'd want jmu before then and i think piggybacking off the story i also think it helps this is late in the year that game day came and all this focus on jmu so like i get down to the point that i do think they're going to get selected when there's not enough teams i think there'll be multiple spots not just one and i think they'll get selected yeah, I think, but I do both think this puts them a lot more unlikely. And again, like, like this
0: uh, the loss in, them in a
1: bowl game or something like two teams that are kind of off the map yeah. against each other, like JMU against somebody not like I wanted JMU to go get like a power five team that was lower in the ran, like let them go and watch you know, because everybody's pointing to the UVA game like that's your best win. I think you give me you should give me a uh, uh, six and six big 12 team. Let's go. Like, let's, let's see what happens. Well, yeah, so.
0: because JMU is going to have an actual defense that they haven't seen all year and they're going to lose. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's fair. Like, I think, yeah, people <laughs> look at, big <laughs> yeah, people look at the UVA game and they're like, Oh, you barely won that game. And yes, they did barely win that game, but they're playing better than they did when they played oh, UVA. Oh my goodness. Yes. This team is better. And I think you need to look no further than when the Sun Belt plays some of these power five teams out of conference and, the Sun Belt gets their fair share and then some of victories in those matchups to be able to see that the Sun Belt teams are better than most people yeah. give them credit for, and that's and that we help for the future. That's P five, yeah. It's a little bit of P five bias, and yeah. that that happens. I- I'm that's sorry, That's how you build against it. Yeah, that's, I- I'm that's sorry. Like I've Williams seen records play.
1: TCU got those opportunities because yeah. they did it over and over. So if the Sun Belt keeps doing it, you've got to root yeah. for the other Sun Belt teams in these bowl games. I know yep. you might hate Yaffe State root for him you might hate because root for him because you want them to win these bowl games and and that will help establish and be that next best option outside of the power five there you go
0: yeah and, and to go to that point like i've seen Rutgers play i've seen purdue play i've seen michigan state play i've seen maryland play i think jamie could very well easily beat all those teams i've seen pitt play jamie could beat pitt Boston College. I don't, don't
1: want to. I don't want Tech Boston
0: College, Miami. Like, I think these are wins if JMU plays those teams. So, yeah, Virginia Tech. I don't yeah. yeah. Miami. I'm like, yeah, I, th- I think we would win that I game. I just
1: watched them live. I don't yeah. want to <laughs> play them. I was like,
0: I think we can win that game. Yeah. Like, and so to that point, I'm like, yeah, we would be a. Now, are we going to go to a conference championship in a P5 conference? No. But, okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. Yo, come play an SEC schedule. And see what you do. I was like, look at. Two-thirds of the SEC. Two-thirds of the SEC sucks, yeah.
0: (laughs) Two-thirds of the SEC is bad.
1: It's hard to beat Bama and Georgia in the same
0: year. Honestly, like, Mizzou, good. Alabama, good. Georgia, good. After that, it's a lot of mediocre. Yeah. There's some above average in there. Yeah. But then there's a lot of and average sure, and, and below you average. you
1: play a lot of mediocre week after week after week in the SEC. And, 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 it, and it's tough. It's tough. You take ACC schools. And yeah, okay, SEC.
0: Hey, so, why, pipe down SEC because when you played the ACC, you lost this year. So pipe down.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: Maybe your best is better than the ACC's best. But in terms of top to bottom, pipe down. And that's but my JMU, problem. That's my problem with that. But, but, yeah. JMU
1: is the best of the Sun Belt. And, I mean, this is the same kind of argument that I made in high school at lower level. Lo- Yeah, Riverhead's a single A in past years, but they can beat teams higher than that. And and we've seen them do that. So like we don't we don't need to just keep saying the same crap. And same thing with JMU. They're the best of the Sun Belt. Yeah, the bottom of the Sun Belt's not as good, but the top can play. And I will say,
0: like the loss, the loss also you wouldn't get into a New Year's six bowl now. So again, that makes the lawsuit even dumber. Um because the big money's not there. But again, these are politicians, and when has something being dumb ever stopped a politician from doing something? so
1: well i liked my game i didn't dig into the details like you did on mcafee we stood near uh was it keith gill is the head of the Sun Belt, the commissioner of the sunbelt he was standing right near us he he seemed like a nice guy he was talking to a lot of people um but yeah we had we were right in front of the band for like the first two hours and then after the band let out right where they had the doors coming out where they brought uh pmt out like they they had him uh, right between us. We were, like, right on the edges there. So that was cool. We had a nice little spot. You know, my days of holding up a sign for three hours ain't it ain't there anymore. Yeah. We showed up at 8.30 and walked around the back, and it was fun.
0: You didn't ask the Sunbelt Commissioner if you wanted to come on this week? <laughs> I, I
1: didn't. I, I didn't. <laughs> um, all right. So, so then. But to the game,
0: my only point on the game, I didn't get to see it because when I got back, the game okay. was over. What the heck, what
1: the um, heck are you going to say?
0: I went, I I got, my brother watched it, and he was telling me, and I went back and watched the overtime. For, during the entire Pat McAfee show, and I'm sure he said it on game day again, um, preaching offensive line and how we just dominate the trenches uh, as much as he did this weekend, really odd inside the five-yard line with three plays, you don't run it. I don't know what his aversion to getting inside the five-yard line and then deciding to throw the ball is. It cost him a national championship. Uh, against north dakota state doing it and it cost them this game because shove the ball down their throat i I don't know why you're trying to throw it three straight times that seems odd that's the lowest rate of success in the passing game is inside the five yard line and that's when you decide to do it three times i don't know if you're trying to prove a point with your quarterback if you're trying to prove a point at how intellectually subpar you are when it comes to play calling inside the five yard line, <laughs> but point proven,
1: Uh-oh, he's going to block you again.
0: You gotta, you gotta run the ball there. You should have ran it during the national he's championship, but your quarterback who got a gift to be an NFL quarterback because he knew somebody in the NFL, I guess. And then you got draft. He got drafted that way. I, I don't know. I- a whole lot didn't make sense to me and it only got reinforced there. I don't know. I That's me saying. I think Ben DiNucci is not, one of the better quarterbacks to come out of Jamie recently. And for him oh. to be the one that's in the NFL blows my mind
1: Badley was better. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm just not huge on Signetti either. So it's just like, I mean, I say that all the time and, and I'm looking forward. I, I know that I've got a good thing going.
0: Oh, but... he recruits character guys too, which was another eye rolling moment during mm-hmm. the Pat McAfee show. I guess Riley Stapleton's
1: yeah. one of those character guys that he sticks up for. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I liked Houston a lot. I was sad to see him go. I will not have those exact same feelings this time. And I think Houston kind of built this. So, I, you know, Signetti's keeping it afloat. Good job. But he didn't build it from scratch. So, right. Um, Virginia Tech played during the time I was at the JMU game. And I honestly still haven't went back and watched it because every time I looked at my score update for Virginia Tech, they were losing by 14 points or more. So, uh, I did see they came back. I saw they score 14 in the fourth quarter to just lose by seven every person I talked to said, yeah, it wasn't that close. So I just have been unmotivated to watch it before Saturday. When I go to that UVA tech game coming up, I will watch it, but I just haven't been in the mood or had the time to do it since. Um, disappointed that we lost to NC state. Mm-hmm. I will take what we got with Brendan Armstrong. If he's going to have one of his better games of his career and beat us, Hey, I'm glad he did it in NC State uniform and not a UVA uniform. So if, if we had to have that happen to us from him, at least this time's better than other times. So whew, I'm disappointed, but bill eligibility is still in front of us. We just have to do it against UVA. We've been here before. Uh, that was called the, the late Beamer years. Every time we went over there, it seemed like we had to, to win it to make a bowl game. Uh, so we know we can as a traditional of the program. And, and I think we can beat them. Now, them coming off a win against Duke doesn't make me feel a whole lot happier. I think they're playing much better football than we saw them play in late September and October. Um, but uh, you know what? I, I want to be better than them at all times. So I don't I, – it's not the worst case. So let's go over there and do it. And if they don't, I'll be terribly upset, and I will be moaning and groaning next week on the podcast. But that's what sports – that's what makes it fun. It means something. And this rivalry with that we have absolutely dominated is still a rivalry because those games are tight and you can feel at the stadium that the rivalry is there, even with it being one sided. But, man, I like that it actually does mean something. And that's why we're playing at three thirty and not noon. And that's why they moved us back to Saturdays and not Fridays, because the potential for it meaning something is kind of growing back. We're not on that decline anymore. We have these new coaches and they're thinking it's going to be into something. So I, I'm, I'm for it. I love the 3:30 game. Uh, cause I like it not being noon. I like that. I don't have to wake up early for this. So, um, let's go do it. That's, I mean, that's where I'm at. Let's go do it. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> I agree. And, um, I know you were hoping it would already be decided yeah. that you're in a bowl game. And I get why, because uh, now it's nervous watching. But now and I don't
1: it. have it. So now I'm happy. With this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, this, honestly, I'm so used to this kind of feeling with Virginia Tech of, like, uh, all right, we got to win this game to go to a bowl. Like, honestly, like, for me, I'm like, all right. EVA sucks. Like, go do it. Like, and, and their quarterback talking trash after they upset Duke helps, I'm sure, because now Virginia Tech's going to go in and be like, all right, we got to go shut this kid up. Um, And hopefully they do. Uh, But here's the thing. Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech. They they lost to a bad NC State team. There's no other way to cut around that. NC, yeah. NC State's not good at home. At home, that's the problem. Before, like it kind honestly, we like
1: were reestablishing something at home against yeah. a bad team. We're reestablishing man. It, it kind of slipped now out.
0: now it's kind of like uh oh. And now you're going on the road, kind of to Charlottesville, and you got to go win a game there. Um, the last time you played in a kind of road game was Boston College, where they also don't show up when it's a day game. Um you looked really good. So I'm hoping a day game at UVA where it's not really going to be a hostile crowd cuz it's kind of a road game cuz they kind of care about football that Virginia Tech comes out and dominates UVA. Um I'll be watching the, the, the game, t- but
1: I, it's hard to find tickets available for this game, so it's going to be a lot of maroon in that stadium.
0: Yeah, I, I'll be watching the game on TV. Um but I'm hoping they win um, and they get into a bowl game. I'm hoping JMU gets into a bowl game even if Tech wins. Um, I'd rather Tech win um, because it's possible that Tech loses and JMU still doesn't get into a bowl game, I guess, technically. But, um, yeah, I, I just – I don't know. Hats off to UVA, though. I mean, they won a game against Duke showing that they're not giving up on the season. They're not a team that's just – Phoning it in at this point in the year, um, so I mean that is something Tech's gonna have to deal with. They're not gonna deal with a team that's just gonna roll over.
1: Did you hear a Tony Elliott to Michigan State Twitter rumble?
0: I <laughs> why
1: why yeah, one like, wait why would that happen? But B, I was like every UVA fan would probably be like, yeah, go on. Like when yeah like should have gone to BYU. Like yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know I don't know why either one would do that honestly. Why Michigan State it seems way too early to jump on the Tony Elliott train. And if you're Tony Elliott, I don't know if I want to go into a, a program that is going to have some NCAA sanctions yeah. at some point probably. Um yeah. Because they can't sanction Michigan. Michigan's too important. So they're going to look I at you and I just thought of our like, good friend, Jeff. You.
1: I mean, Jeff would absolutely be like, yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I think, I think you got Tony Elliott for a couple more years before yeah. you can do anything about it. Um, Other games that happened. I don't, I don't know how much you got to watch, um,
1: um, but that's fine. I, 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 I paid attention. So,
0: okay. Um, I was surprised I'm not, that
1: my Orioles didn't lose. So I'm refusing to talk. Like I, yeah. I will acknowledge other sports happened. I, I, I was it.
0: surprised Louisville struggle with Miami. I, I know that they cover technically because that was a minus one. They were the favorite minus one and they won by seven, but I thought they would thump Miami. I don't, I, I did not think I was they were going to struggle. They won.
1: I'd take the win.
0: Well, it wouldn't have mattered. They, the they could have lost and it are. wouldn't have because Virginia tech didn't win. So
1: Yeah, but still, either way, I just I think from watching games, I know Louisville lost to Pitt, but I just like they deserve to be in that ACC championship game from what I've seen. That's a confusing loss. Now
0: that that loss gets weirder and weirder as the season goes on. Um, what I saw coming, Georgia absolutely smashing Tennessee. Georgia minus ten and a half was free money. That was free money if you wanted it. Um, and then. Uh, Washington
1: beating Oregon state was the other thing I saw coming.
0: The Huskies are really good.
1: They're very solid. And I watched a portion of that game. I fell asleep before the end of it, but I, it was, it was good. And that was an exciting so I'm game. Back to Georgia, Tennessee. I need to go back and watch that clip of Dolly coming out and and I need that.
0: Oh, I, I didn't that see life. that. That would be cool. Um, yeah. But. Honestly, the night games that I did watch, I watched Washington, Oregon state, and I watched uh, Missouri, Florida. Both of those were exciting games. Um, I wish Missouri would have won by more. I was happy Missouri won. Um, and again, this goes out to all you JMU fans. Um, if you're still listening and weren't pissed off by me saying, don't be stupid. <laughs> um, you're rooting for Florida state this week because Florida has six losses. So you're hoping Florida gets seven. Um, you are not a Gator fan this week. You are rooting for Florida state.
1: What now do you think you're probably also
0: rooting for UVA. If I'm being honest, but I won't. Yeah, be. yeah I, I we try to
1: get them both from there. What do you think of this Ohio State Michigan game coming?
0: Ohio State's gonna win. Michigan's fake. Yeah, it does seem I shouldn't like... say that. I shouldn't say that. Michigan's not fake. I just think <sighs> here's not here's the problem. They are not I
1: real. have
0: I have a lot of bias. <laughs> I, I was going to root for Michigan in this game. Up until the Connor Stallion stuff. And then I was like, I can't root for that. I can't root for that. And also, if you think Jim Harbaugh didn't know that was going on, like I told my dad, you're an idiot. <laughs> now, he he thinks Jim Harbaugh knew what was going on. He's not that big of an idiot. You're, pro- you're a bigger idiot than if you think the NCAA isn't going to hold something against JMU in the future. like that. Now, I will also say this. The NCAA is not going to do a damn thing to Michigan. Not a thing is going to happen. I know the NCAA is still investigating it. Not a damn thing. Oh, I thought thing. it was all
1: over. I thought they, no, know, they the Big
0: Ten's investigation is over. The NCAA's investigation is not.
1: Well, what the heck are they going to They are the, yeah.
0: yeah the NCAA will hit him with some fine and maybe take away a few scholarships. But in terms yeah, of. They'll
1: lose like a Thursday practice in June. That's yeah.
0: What lose. It, in yeah. terms of, are you, Are they still going to be allowed in the college football playoff? You bet. No. Yeah. Yep. Are they going to get a postseason is- ban? Not a chance. No. Because their name's right. Michigan.
1: So we fell on our face with the bets last week, and it was because we recorded early. It was a, It was a logistical problem, not a uh, lack of caring issue. So we pick up where we left off a week ago, and what do you got this week?
0: Um, This week, because I need something, I'm going to take Boston College plus 8.5 against Miami. I don't really love any of my picks or any of my options for a super dog I love
1: that I, I wasn't drawn to that usually you make a pick and I'm like crap I wish I got to pick first this week uh I'm taking Oregon State Oregon I don't necessarily think Oregon State's gonna win but I don't like that 13 and a half number in a conference that chooses to not play defense very often so I think Oregon State will be within two touchdowns of Oregon
0: I don't know um my lock is yeah. Mizzou minus seven against Arkansas Arkansas is not good Mizzou mm. is good that's simple. that's
1: solid I got the Bama on the 14 and a half over Auburn. Auburn just lost to New Mexico State. I think they've backed it in. Well, maybe. Um I didn't watch any college basketball this week.
0: I watched a little bit. I watched a little bit tonight, actually. Um tonight kind of went as I thought it would. Um but it's oh, good. It it has been good. It'll be even better if <laughs> it'll be even better if Marquette does good tonight. Um but, hey,
1: that's you, you. Bet on Shaka.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: oh, look at you, you growing um, maturity
0: until he lets me down, and then he's dead to me. Um, Does he still have hair? I don't know. I. <laughs> it's he's weird. He's got someone's, someone's hair. hair. <laughs> um, I don't think it's his. Um, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty early in the college basketball season. I. I don't know. I've got some teams that I like watching. Miami is a really good team. They're a fun team to watch play. Yeah. They're going to be a problem in the ACC.
1: I, as much as I would like to use this opportunity to be like, well, this, you know, this is what the tournament when everybody gets in does, you just don't pay attention until the later. I, I don't really believe that to its as The conference season so much better. I know some teams will play some teams early, particularly Gonzaga. I mean, they'll go and play anybody, but uh, it's not like women's basketball where anybody, you know, absolutely everybody will play everybody early in the season. You you, you have these matchups here and there. The most of the time on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday evening, and and that's fine. But it, it's when the ACC season gets going is when I get real excited for college basketball. And and so yeah, it, it's basically mid January before I really jump, jump two feet into what college basketball is doing.
0: College basketball tech, also suffers. But... College basketball also suffers from it's very much still football season in a lot of people's minds, yeah. and yeah. when conference basketball starts picking up, that's when they pay attention because of that. Yeah. Um, part of me wishes they saved some of these midseason tournaments, and I understand why they don't because
1: oh, they need programming. That's out, ESPN outside, of, is. Yeah.
0: outside of outside yeah. uh, of. It would be cool for the fans. It would absolutely not be cool if you were a player. Or a coach yeah. at this point to all toward the end off. of the season yeah. to be like, hey, now we're going to go to Maui or now we're going to go to Myrtle yeah. Beach and we're going to have these showcase tournaments. Like
1: well, each, while you're
0: trying each, to get in while you're trying to buy a bubble spot or potentially not blow a bubble spot, um, that's probably not what you wanted to be doing.
1: These November tournaments are just like the lower tier bowl games. They are created by ESPN for ESPN to fill time and have live sports I, on I enjoy watching everybody's them. home from vacation. Yeah, I so enjoy great, watching no, them. It's great. And this Maui Invitational, the lineup's yeah. Great. And uh, there's a lot of good, like, you know, four, six, eight teams at different VCU places. VCU is it, going to yeah, have some big
0: games. is going to have some big games against Orlando during Thanksgiving.
1: It's just to fill programming. Oh, yeah. I respect. Yeah, I like yeah. that. They give me something to watch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love watching it. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: but it's just pick and choose right now. I and mean, then when January gets here, I'll be glued to who's playing Tuesday, who's playing Wednesday, Saturday, lined up TVs, all that. Yeah. NFL, well, how much you that you are? You were at the JMU game, so you didn't watch as much.
0: I didn't watch as much. Um, and my team played Thursday, so I
1: – Your team's looking pretty good.
0: I watched that game. That was a good win. Joe Burrow getting hurt sucks for Joe Burrow. Um, it sucks for the Bengals. Um, we lost Mark Andrews, although they said today that they, it wasn't as bad as they originally thought. And maybe toward the end of the year, he could come back and maybe in the playoffs. Um, I'm not going to hold out hope for that. Um, but yeah, I like the way the Ravens are playing. Um, and in terms of the games on Sunday, Dallas did kind of what I thought they would do. The lions really struggled against the bears
1: um but they still found a way and that's not the, like the Lions. I think the Lions, when you you mister talk about who's real or fake and all that the Lions, I don't think are real Super Bowl contender but they're no. not what they have been like they they aren't just this bottom feeder franchise I mean, like that's not what they I didn't think they're gonna be a right playoff
0: now. team this year and they're gonna be a playoff team
1: they're gonna be a playoff team and I I did think they're gonna playoff team so I'm happy I'm right about that I've been on board since, since last year. So I'm happy. That's that. I'm kind of right on that. I, I appreciate that. They're different. I appreciate that when I turn on the TV on Thursday, on Thanksgiving in the afternoon, I'm not like, Oh, here's the game. Like I'm going to be interested to see, you know, how they play. I know green Bay is not the better opponent, but NFL did these Thursday games pretty good this year. They're all rivals. You got green Bay, Detroit, you got commanders Cowboys and you got Seahawks 49ers like, I, they they need to kind of stick to that. And, and it's, they do well with this all the time. I mean, they, they've set it up right. There's been a couple Raven Steelers games on Thanksgiving night, and they've been epic. One, and I, and I swear we were going to watch somebody die. So it's it's good stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I hate them. I hate when the Ravens play on Thanksgiving. Because
1: <laughs> um, I do think we'd blend those. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was one we won where Mike Tomlin tried to trip Jacoby Jones going down the sideline and that's where the family oh, I think was,
1: that was he was just mixed up and he that was the first was. time was he, he I think my Jungle family had, that's all it was that's I think that was the
0: first doing. time my family had watched me watch a Ravens Steelers game <laughs> and there was some there were some members of the family that were worried when that happened
1: in all honesty i was like what are you doing mike get off the field like i was going off like just don't i don't want this to be a thing
0: i think they were worried we might not be watching the end of the game because the tv might not survive um (laughs) but and my uncle unhelpfully it's just a game i was like no it's not just a game was the tech uva (laughs) game yesterday just a game when you're sitting there screaming no okay yeah uh
1: my Steelers! i uh I know we just find ways to win and all that. I I would like to do it with better better play at the quarterback position than what what we're experiencing. It's I know it's easy did to blame Canada uh, in general for all your problems. It's Canada's fault. But for the Steelers, their offensive coordinator n- being named Canada is the bigger problem, and he's not good. And that's how they're going to immediately try to solve this problem is get rid of him. And I can't wait for that to happen. But – Kenny Pickett continues to throw it to nobody. He continues to, when he actually does throw it towards somebody, have no chance of it being complete. And it's tough to keep watching. Um, I'm on the verge of giving up. I know I should have already given up. I acknowledge that, but I'm just, I'm right there. I'm going to give him like a half a season with a new offensive coordinator before I give up on him. But I can see, I can see that time coming. So, yeah, that's, that's where we're at. And with, hey, when we keep finishing 500, we can't draft anybody good anyway. So,
0: yeah, um, yeah. You guys didn't find a way to win this weekend. Um, no, it's the
1: first time we were like six and zero oh with one position games. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. We didn't. We didn't do it because he, he threw. I oh, think the they thirty out- yard line was I wide think, open. I the think the yard line was wide open. We just didn't have players.
0: There. I think Cleveland outgained you, which means you're still being outgained in all your games this year.
1: Um, oh my goodness, that was an under. I wish I would have got my under pick in on that one. As but, soon as the game started, that yeah. under number just flew.